Welcome everybody to Wrestling is Cool, the coolest wrestling podcast on the planet. I'm here with my co-host Sancho West. Oh, buddy, I'm sorry that LA Knight was not able to win the big one. I know you've got some things that you want to get off of your chest. There's something that you want to say to the people at home. So I'm just going to give you the floor. Sancho, cook, man. What do you got to say? The WWE had an opportunity to create an unforgettable moment at Crown Jewel. When everybody said it was not possible, when everybody said it's illogical for LA Knight to win and an away crowd, this was a chance to put a stamp on Crown Jewel to let anybody who's watching now, then, and forever that anything could happen at Crown Jewel and to treat Crown Jewel seriously. And did they? No. Not only that, LA Knight it doesn't matter if he loses against Roman Reign. He's lost before in worse ways. The Fiend almost buried LA Knight. But no, LA Knight rose like a phoenix and took that ball and went all the way to the undisputed Universal Heavyweight Championship against the one and only, the Tribal Chief, Roman Reigns. And what the WWE do? They played it safe. They did the worst kind of end result interference that you can think of one rope break and then into one spear against the wall and one spear and that's it la night one two three is out the saudi crowd was hot for la night the saudi crowd was only hot for select matches and la night has proven to me and has proven to the world that he's ready to be champion. And you over here, Santi, sitting next to me, how dare you say, oh, WrestleMania Philadelphia, night two, Logan Paul versus LA Knight for the United States Championship. Nah, nah. That is not going to happen. It's LA Knight now is in the heavyweight title. He's in the universal title picture. He is an S-tier superstar. Nah, nah mega star and he is going to shine bright like a freaking diamond on friday and i'm expecting him to have the greatest segment when he comes into smackdown and he's going to walk in into smackdown and prove to the entire world that he's still going to beat roman reigns and he's going to overcome the bloodline in the future I mean, that's that's a lot of big words as a nice long rant that you went on there. I think it's ultimately just meaningless. I think that you're seeing I think you're seeing a a, a nice little mid Carter in L.A. Night. I think there's a no, good little spot no. for L.A. Night. Hell I think no. there's a good little Hell spot. No. I think he's a good B plus player. Hell no. Hell no. You think he's going to be another Rusev? You think he's going to be another Bray Wyatt? He'd be team? lucky to be Rusev. No, no. Not even close, dude. This dude has, you said so yourself. I watched you watch Crown Jewel and you're like, dude, I think he might do it. It really feels like he can. He belongs in this picture. And then you're going to tell me you're going to regulate LA Knight down to United States Championship level when we both agreed he's beyond that level now? It's no, you're you're looking at things just too narrow minded. You are thinking U.S. title is a mid card title. Logan Paul can elevate the U.S. title to heights that we've never seen before. Homie, we live in a world where night one of WrestleMania 39 was main evented by the tag titles of all things. It doesn't matter what the prop is. What matters is what fans want to see. What matters is the showcase of immortals that would be L.A. Knight versus Logan Paul because let's face it let's face it Sancho 
Roman is just out of his tier. No. It's no. he's out of his no. level. No. no, it's the WWE is too scared. This is what look here we are. You and I, everybody in the audience right now, I'm hijacking this entire podcast. Here we are, okay? <laughs> we Here have we a are. list of things we're supposed to oh, go we through. We got a whole bunch of things to go through. No, 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 no. Listen. <laughs> the WWE is in the same boat as MCU Marvel is. We got past Endgame, and now we don't know where we're going with Bloodline. We're out here lost, aimless, confused, with no kind of sense of direction, and that's the same thing that the Marvel movies are, and that's the same thing with how are you going to end this saga of Roman Reigns being the tribal chief. There is no perfect ending for this, Santi. This is what I'm trying to tell you. The time to pull the trigger to build another superstar in the WWE was had a chance with Cody, and you had another chance with LA Knight. Who is going to be the one that beats Roman Reigns to unsurp the tribal chief? You're telling me it's Jay? Main event, Jay hasn't done nothing ever since WrestleMania. Well, he came up with an arm thing. He's doing the arm thing, and he is being, he's being, he is, he, he, it's, it's confusing what they're doing with Jay. He sometimes wrestles, sometimes doesn't. He pops in, has a weird segment, and he's gone. He's singles, he's a tag team, he's back to singles, he's back to a tag team. You're right. Makes no sense. Who else is going to beat the tribal chief? Cody Rhodes? Well, already, we're already mocking his story since the beginning. The way right? you said it, with so much saying, hatred, Cody Rhodes? That he had his shot. Cody is the kind of guy that he could ride his legacy to his 40s and to his 50s for the end of time. If he wins a belt and he's 49, great, right? Fantastic. He finished the story. LA Knight doesn't have a lot of years in his belt. Doesn't have a lot of years left on those tires, baby. The time was now to pull the trigger. He was white hot. He's the hottest that he's ever been. And they're trying to build long-term story building with LA Knight. But I just don't think... The WWE fan base is going to allow that long, like long storytelling that we're always loving for Triple H. He was the art. He was this era of Daniel Bryan. This was the guy that we wanted to have. He was Kofi Mania 3.0, right? And if you would have told me that LA Knight beat Roman in Crown Jewel, showed up to SmackDown, big pop, and then loses it right there or loses that survivor series i still think that's a better track for him than to go down that way against roman now i know we had this discussion before roman needs to lose at wrestlemania yes roman needs to beat hogan's record all this and that but i'm just telling you whatever they're gonna tell me the ending of the bloodline it's not gonna be as good as you think because it's just going to fester, and we're going to go, who else? Oh, The Rock is going to keep building and building and building. And just like that NXT thing that I just saw, it's going to be a big anticlimactic letdown. Yeah, I mean, I think you and I are in agreement that um, LA Knight is probably like the Eternals of the MCU at this point. Oh um, just like terrible. Well, he's, I, like, <laughs> he's like Shang-Chi, dude. Okay, that's a good comparison. I, you Thank know, I you. am trolling. I am trolling here. I There is a good chunk of me that agrees with you, but a bigger chunk that disagrees in the fact that I don't think that was the right time for LA Knight. I think he, I think he is a victim of right guy 
right place, wrong time, ultimately, because the Saudi crowd loved him, but it, it's just not the right place for that. I feel a lot of the things that are happening now in the WWE is all mistimed. Like, for some reason, every storyline that we have here, Seth Rollins, Judgment Day, Damien, the Bloodline, it just feels like if things were happening in a different timeline going more into the MCU, things would be better for everybody involved into their outcomes. But unfortunately, this is the kind of the situation that we're in, just like right now. What are we doing with Iron Man? I don't know. What are we doing with Captain America? I don't know. Let's just put him in the Marvels trailer. Get the people to get into the movie theater. What's happening with Loki? There's all these questions that I have in the MCU. And I haven't even watched those things. That's what I mean. Like I, I feel that some people, I don't know if you are, might be tired of Bloodline and Roman Reigns. I'm not necessarily tired of the Bloodline and Roman Reigns. I just think that they, they themselves don't know where to take it yet. I'm excited to see what they come up with. What I am tired of is the formula of the bloodline. The same formula that in match. In oh match my point. god! Like I'm a, look. I'm memes aside because I did. I, I would have loved for LA Knight to win. Yada yada yada. Memes aside, I'm okay with Roman winning. What I'm not okay with is him winning the exact same way every single match. There are numerous ways where you could have taken this, where you could have still had LA Knight look strong and had Roman Reigns win. You know what would have been cool? It took Roman Reigns six spears to beat LA Knight. That would have been cool. It would have been a clean win for Roman, a brand new style of winning while still making LA Knight look like an absolute badass and making him feel legit. But it's the same formula every single time Roman gets saved from a three count from one of the Usos from Solo Sokoa Solo or Jimmy distract the baby face long enough for Roman Reigns to hit a spear one two three it is the same ending every single time it is the same movie over and over and over again again I want to stress I'm okay with Roman winning but they, if they want me to start caring about his matches they need to come up with a different formula for us to be properly engaged in the end game of all of his matches because right now it is the same thing just a different location different PLE so like imagine if LA Knight handcuffed Jimmy to the rail, guardrail, right? Now you're like, oh my God, Jimmy's not done. What if he locks Solo Sokoa somewhere and now it's just Roman by himself? Now you're showing the prowess and the smartness and the, the guile of LA Knight. And then all of a sudden, LA Knight has that moment where just like HBK versus Taker, where he's like, bring it, come on, hit me with your tombstone again. I don't care, I'm HBK. They could have had the moment with LA Knight. Instead, he just goes down to two spears but i i feel that it, it is in a situation where judgment day and the bloodline are running into this problem there are heels yes they're supposed to do heel things but you could do very creative heel things and and i'm just that's what i'm hoping for the most does how does la knight get his run back here does la knight he can't disappear. He can't go lower. He can't go after some random ricochet feud. He has to keep at Roman. He has to get his vengeance. He needs to embarrass the bloodline. Like Stone Cold used to embarrass the authority all the time. That needs to happen. That's the should be the next step for Roman and not Logan Paul. 
here's the thing. I, mean, I still think he's Mike. yeah. I still think he's very well positioned. I, I don't think you and I could name a bigger babyface on SmackDown than LA Knight at the moment. The bigger babyface in the entire company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we want to, sure, okay, fine. I'll let you have this one. Bigger babyface in the entire company. But let's Thank just you. focus on SmackDown for a second. That's sure. what I was trying to do. If we look at, at at whatever storyline they could possibly tell on SmackDown, the star power is going to dwindle. We're gonna have Roman eventually go on his little vacation uh john cena i think is is done for the foreseeable future by the way we are recording this before don't laugh don't you don't <laughs> wow jerk we're recording this before the mo the the upcoming episode of smackdown after crown jewel so we don't know if john cena is going to be there or not but presumably he's not going to be leaving la Knight as far and away the most marketable baby face in the entire friday night smackdown roster so you need to do something with him I don't know what that something is right now. I said Logan Paul at WrestleMania. I stand by that. I think that that's a big enough match to main event WrestleMania night one. Whether you want to see it or not, it's it, it's it's money. It's a match that people are going to clamor to see. And it's a match, Sancho, that will demand eyeballs. People that have never seen LA Knight are going to get to witness LA Knight for the first time. That's a net no, positive for LA Knight. It does, no, it doesn't work. They don't gel, dude. You dude, saw, we, we had a segment. We had a segment gel. two weeks ago where we both agreed that it is entirely okay to be in the mid card. The yes, mid card is cool. The, that's not LA Knight. That's not LA Knight. But he's I'm not, telling you that he's the not mid night, he's S Knight. All right. Listen here, man. How about US Knight? No, 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 no. My 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 gut tells me that Logan Paul will kind of accidentally bury Ellie Knight. He's going to do that because he's just so like goofy and immature and childish, and that's what makes Logan Paul so likable when it comes to his promos. You know, he'll toss a quick little joke, a little meme reference to his past, and he'll he'll do that. But I just don't think Ellie Knight is kind of like a caveman sometimes, and he's just gonna say like some really weird things that he doesn't understand like when he said logan paul you make videos for teenage girls that doesn't make any sense like no right he doesn't like what are you thinking you know that's my fear i just think it's not the right fit of a match so you're 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 logan. concerned that logan would out duel la Knight. that's literally what you just sat here and did you groveled and are concerned that logan paul would just be too good for la Knight and bury him i didn't say too good i said it wouldn't it wouldn't match well you don't think weird. it would i think it match. i think it match really really well no logan still has some unfinished business with ricochet unfortunately oh god they're we don't want to see that again ew, no you're going to see that again ew, you're going to ew, see that again. gross stinky no i don't want to see that no, 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 Logan Shay. <laughs> night one main event, WrestleMania, Logan Paul versus LA Knight. Look, I'm, or, I'm putting my chips on the table. I'm all in on that. I'm all in. All right. Gentlemen bet. Okay. 10 gifted. 10, 10, 10 gifted. Okay. 10 gifted that we get at WrestleMania. Look, does it have to be at WrestleMania or can I say eventually we get before either at WrestleMania or before WrestleMania? One, it's LA Knight, Logan Paul. If you hit. I, I'm look. If you hit WrestleMania, I'll give you twenty gifted. Bad. If you hit, if you hit before WrestleMania, I'll give you ten. Easiest money I've ever made in my life. Easiest money I've ever made in my life. Done, done. Uh, so doesn't seem like you love the ultimate end result of Crown Jewel. Is what <sighs> it was. Well, what I'm gathering here. The, what, <laughs> I mean, like, I I I, I want to point out something that you said earlier. The fact that Crown Jewel had the U.S. title not changed. 
was kind of an inconsequential PLE. They took it very, very um, conservatively. They did not push the envelope in any way, shape, or form. Fastlane moved the needle more. If I if, honestly, if you look at the the, the, the tag titles changing, was a was a far and away a much bigger surprise than anything that happened here. I think all of us were expecting Logan Paul to win the U.S. championship and everyone retained. They they did not in any way, shape, or form accelerate the storytelling of the WWE at Crown Jewel, which is kind of lame considering how much they've been boasting that this is one of the biggest events of the year, um, that they're trying, they're obviously like, this is a net positive for the, for the kingdom of Saudi Arabia because they're trying to get eyeballs. And if you want to get eyeballs, you'd think that they'd lobby to have bigger things actually happen on the show, which I like, if you miss this show and all you caught was a tweet from WWE.com with Logan Paul, holding the U.S. championship, you're caught up. Literally, you're caught up. Nothing else happened. True. I feel even the Crown Jewel arena wasn't that grandiose. As it, it was used weirdly to be. small. It was weirdly small. It felt no bigger than an... Ex- it felt no bigger than an American... Small in an American arena, uh, so to speak. It did look cool with the big Robotnik Jewel. Yes. Were- <laughs> yeah, it looked like one of the Chaos Emeralds. Yeah. <laughs> It looked really fun in that way. I don't know, man. I feel like Crown Jewel, to me, at least it's not filled with unnecessary filler. Like, let's have a match with Goldberg going. You know, there's none of that. I mean, there was that Miz TV segment. Okay, yeah, but that is a segment. You know, it's not like... It's not like Goldberg getting a shot over somebody else or putting the belt. Yeah, on they've Goldberg gotten much to... better at that. They've right. got they at, at the very least. The, yeah, at the very least, the matches and even the decisions, even like they they make sense. You know, right. like it's they, not like you, Baker. Yeah, and, and, yeah. yeah. You look at a storyboard and you look at you know the previous four weeks of WWE storytelling. And like, okay, this card makes sense. It's not like you said, Brothers of Destruction coming out to have a fight against Undead Ultimate Warrior. It's not like, uh, you know, your book Rook Flair to give a gift to your retiring sting. It's it's not like that. It, it's not uh, like a broken down Paul White. You know, he's not. It's not all that stuff. You know what I mean? It's not like that. Oh, it's the just, AEW cheap shots. I mean, uh, they do it to I, themselves, though. They've been doing that to themselves. They're turning into a meme. You can't you cannot throw shots to the WWE and not expect some backlash, so to speak, when you mess up badly. And I think AEW quickly aside. What is going on over there? How can Chris Jericho, the the straight face, alongside with Kenny Omega, in the ring, be like, and here is Paul Wright? Like it makes no <laughs> sense. And like, God bless you, Paul, and you're the best, and you're one of my favorite memories of WCW. You're Captain Insano, and you were a freak of nature when you're in the WCW with your drop kicks and everything, dude. You're a big man, but good lord, man, it just it doesn't make sense to me. You know what the problem with AEW is? And this might be a real oversimplification. I think one of the areas where AEW was able to outduel the WWE for a long time and was able to win in this category is that for a long time, it just felt like the cool brand. It was the cool brand of wrestling. You know, like if you're a wrestling fan, you're getting bored with what's going on over on in the WWE. You turn on AEW and they're just doing some cool things. There's some cool characters over there. Stadium Stampede match. It doesn't feel cool anymore. It almost feels like the nerdy kid again. It, It doesn't it doesn't exude excitement like it used to. 
Like you said, you yeah. know, I think the, the the definitely the big top of the iceberg here is definitely the the craziness that we've been seeing with the big show Paul White and Ric Flair potentially coming out of retirement to have a match with Sting. Like that is the that is the creme de la creme of the ridiculousness that's happening over in AEW. But you can go even further and and find even like weirder things in there that just don't make any sense like you can look at edge like not feeling special anymore weirdly feeling like a like a sideshow in AEW once again um the 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 stuff that's going on with like the tag titles where you don't even know who's going to be the main the who's the champion you don't even know who is going to be uh the 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 number one contender like it just feels so convoluted right now and it's starting to lose that cool factor that i that used to be one of its and one of its aces up its sleeve. I think mm-hmm. it just needs to be cool again. Well, that, that's what I mean. Like to take it back to Crown Jewel, when they started going that path, and it was like, what is Crown Jewel? Is this just like, who do you want to see? Is this what the Saudis want to see? Yeah, it was WWE 2K. Yeah, and then when they now that this is probably that night of champions, right? We probably pulled it back a little bit to what we were going to do is continue what we're building. Granted, didn't do much. But you already nailed it. The biggest want out of this was getting that belt off of Rey Mysterio. And in the way they did it, again, Logan proves he could wrestle almost any style of match. And what a great back-to-back showing for Logan Paul in the Saudi matches with Roman Reigns and Rey Mysterio. And probably the biggest thing I pulled away from that was that he saved Rey. I know everyone's trying to downplay Logan. He was out of position or whatever. Doesn't matter. Saves Doesn't a save. Matter. He he He's fixed his mistake. He fixed He's his mistake and saved Ray Mysterio. Right. He saved Ray. He didn't let him dunk his head. Didn't break his neck. And he was there. And he's risked his own. You know what? His, his knees, knees. His knees. His knees to get down there. And who knows what would have happened? I mean, for it to happen that fast and for it to be that close, great save for Logan. And no doubt. I mean, that was the only thing I really tweeted from Crown Jewel was, oh my God, Logan just saved Rey Mysterio. What a, what a legend. Like, that's already just moving up the ranks within 10 matches in understanding when someone's falling short. So it just shows you how athletic and how with it and the timing that he has is, is phenomenal. And that's what makes, I think, Logan this, you talked about it, he probably is the hottest thing in WWE right now. Hotter than LA Knight? Yeah. Yeah, you you really think LA Knight lost that much steam with his loss to Roman? It seems creatively, yeah. Okay, all right, we can. We can... Like, 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 I'm just saying, like, well, LA Knight has to do something on SmackDown. If he doesn't, then that's when the the train is going to lose its steam. Whereas Logan Paul, United States Champion, going to run around the podcast and have it. He's already, you know, posted socially. He always posted him. Uh, I've seen a picture of him when he was a kid with the belt, and he's always wanted to do this. Now he has United States belt. There's so much going in the right momentum mm-hmm. for Logan. And even though he's a part-timer, I feel that he's always has his, like, foot in one. In, like, he'll pop up on a Raw. He'll stick one on the Raw. He'll, he'll do a segment on Raw. All those kinds of things work really well for Logan. And I think in the lexicon of not only sports entertainment, but beyond, Logan is probably the hottest thing in wrestling right now. You know, call me crazy, but if we want to get LA Knight back to being white hot again, and Logan Paul is the hottest thing right now to your, you know, to your admitted words here, why not re-elevate LA Knight by having him have a, you know, a couple month feud with Logan Paul 
where it crescendos at WrestleMania. Look, I'm dying on this hill. I do think that that's going to happen. Okay, moving on, though. So, Logan Paul, U.S. champion, what do you want to see from him? Like, what... You mentioned, you know, he's he's a he's a part timer. Does that change? Do you want that to change? Do you want to see him more on weekly television or do you want him to continue his part time nature and parade the belt to all the places that he goes? Oh, yeah. Change the belt. Put that prime logo on that sucker. Parade it around. Go on talk shows. Act like he's the biggest thing that's ever crossed. Like. Talk about him like being better than John. He's the goat. Like really be obnoxious with it. So much so that he festers this big cloud of just obnoxious annoyingness. I don't know what if that's a thing. And he brings it when he comes into the uh, WWE. He just gets booed out the building. Like I want like blogs to talk about it. I want ESPN to give him the light. I want every like TikTok a, a complete invasion of Logan Paul talking about being the United States champion, the great American boy, like you mentioned. I want that. And and this it's going to be a new style of 24-hour, 24-7 yeah. coverage that the WWE has been missing. You got to remember, back in the 90s, back in the 2000s, before the internet, the WWF and the Attitude Era took up your brain the whole damn week. When Monday Night Raw went off the air, you were like, oh, my God, did you see what Stone Cold did? And you would talk about it with all your friends that are the entire week. And you're like, I cannot wait until SmackDown. And SmackDown came around, and it would just go. Like, there was your whole world revolved around wrestling. And if Logan Paul could bring that same worldly vibe to a United States belt, I'm down for it. Dude, I think I, I think that's the way to go. Uh, I, I look if he decided to be more full time. Okay, sure, I'm down to see more Logan Paul. Um, but I think the play is to have him be an obnoxious absentee champion. And I know that that leaves SmackDown with the only active champion being EO Sky. But look, that belt was already doing nothing. It literally was doing nothing. It was just a prop for Rey Mysterio. So it doesn't hurt that it continues to be basically absent from from or not because obviously it wasn't absent when Rey Mysterio had it, but it, it felt absent is what I'm trying to say. It, it like, it's like a Mario Kart time trail ghost. Sure. It's there, but it's not, there. but it's not there. So mm-hmm. let's just, let's, let's, let's dive in into the, it not being there. Let's make that a storyline that Logan Paul is traveling to, to the UK to reveal the golden prime bottle with KSI and boom, us title right on his shoulders. This is what I want to see from him. I want to see the, the world tour of the United States championship. I want, you know, what, whoever it is that watches Logan Paul content, I could never, I want that person to be like, what is that? What is that Mm -hmm. thing? He's talking about like this is the biggest thing ever. Who's he defending this against? Who is this Dragon Lee that he's about to have a match with? I want him to help bring those unknowing eyes into the WWE with that belt. I wonder, again, I I don't watch his impulsive and things like that podcast, but what do people think when he has like Triple H on and then he starts kind of diving into the, the... the angles you know that he's involved mm. in a match like what do people go like ah, this wrestling thing again or do people start getting interested i'm not seeing a taylor swift type impact like all the swifties sure now are the that, NFL, you right? know what that's, that's a once not, in a lifetime <laughs> I hear voices not, in there. anyways it's not gonna happen with logan paul in the united states belt but 
if he just keeps talking about it and keeps talking about it, and then all of a sudden there's somebody who's like, I'm sick of Logan not being here and not defending the belt. The United States should be on TV, la da 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 And then we got a, a, a podcast with him and his challenger. We could read, and don't you dare say LA Knight. Don't you dare. Dude, but he'd be good on the podcast. You're writing the story for us. You know he's going to end up on Impulsive. You know, you know, know it's going to happen. You know what I hate about you, Santi, is that eventually you your point gets made again, and then it starts making sense. It's called gaslighting. It's, it's, oh, <laughs> my girlfriend hates it. It's called gaslighting. I, hate, I, hate. <laughs> I still don't think LA Knight should be the one. This, it, it could be... It can't be Ricochet. Uh, who then? Who? Who's going to be? Let's, let's go right now. I know sure. we're doing Crown Jewel review, but who is going to be Logan Paul? I got Paul's it for you. I already got it for you. Uh, the first major one that we need to see is Logan Paul, Kevin Owens. It's right there for the taking. That would be. Um, what else is Kevin Owens doing? What, what, what is that grown? What else do you want to see Kevin Owens do? What else is I he just, doing? I just don't like what they've done with Kevin Owens. He's like a, a goody two-shoe. He's a right-hand man. Good old boy showing up with the general manager of, of SmackDown. Yeah, I don't like it. Okay, so don't you don't like so you don't like what he's doing. I don't like what he's doing. And okay, so then would... why not have him do something else, like feud with Logan Paul? I mean, it could work, but who, it would one hundred percent work. Okay, uh, look, you're, you're telling me that. Okay, okay, look, how long does Logan hold this belt? I think so he holds it right. I think it's WrestleMania. Okay, I think it's a. Okay. I think it's a marquee Mania match. Okay, okay, where LA Knight's gonna fight him? Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. So who? Okay, who does he go up against then? Okay, so until I, yeah, until then, I think we could. I, I think the, the the climax is LA Knight. I think we see a feud with Kevin Owens. I mm-hmm. could see a match, a feud maybe even with AJ Styles. I could see mm-hmm. a maybe match slash feud with somebody like a Grayson Waller. And I could definitely see not a feud, but I could see a fantastic, maybe just like a one-off SmackDown match with a Dragon Lee. Just a great match. Doesn't necessarily need to be a feud built into it. As 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 Logan Paul continues to build the prestige of his uh, of his championship reign, because I think it'd be um, it'd be cool if them um, this upcoming episode of SmackDown he decides to do an open challenge and maybe we get new, fresh, interesting matchups like Dragon Lee versus Logan Paul. Okay. I'm about to Aikido Steven Seagal you right okay. now. Okay, all right. You're all about Logan and LA Knight. Mm-hmm. But what if there's a man that has been lost since 2008, hasn't got a singles cha- a win for that entire time? A man who's brought legacy and triumph to the United States Championship belt. Who has had open challenges? Yeah. What if that man, Mister America, says, "Hey, Logan, you are doing disrespectful things to that belt, and I challenge you to a match at WrestleMania for the United States Championship." And that man is John Cena versus See, I, Logan Paul at WrestleMania Philadelphia. Unlike you. I recognize that a feud with Logan Paul would be big for my favorite. You don't seem to see mm-hmm. that for LA Knight. Yeah, yeah. That would be that would be a huge feud answer, for answer the question. I'm going to I'm, John Cena versus Logan Paul. Do I want it? That yes, that'd be fun. Is it gonna happen? Never. There's no Why? way there's Why? no dude, there's no way Why that not? John I, I, I there's no world where John Cena's PR team allows him to do a program with Logan Paul. No way. Why not? 
No way, man. Like John Cena what? is what? on his way to becoming a proper Hollywood A-lister and doing a program in a feud with somebody that has as much baggage as Logan Paul. I'm sure Logan Paul, uh, and this would be huge for Logan Paul, but this would do nothing for John Cena. I just think that his PR team is going to immediately come down to like, okay, here's all the things that he's done. This, 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 and that. Do you want to have a feud with him? I think his PR team is like, you, you definitely shouldn't. I'm telling you, I say I want it. You're giving me this look as if I don't want it. I'm just giving you the realistic, the, the real world answer here that I don't think his PR team, John Cena's PR team with how, He's about to exponentially continue to grow in on in Hollywood. No. Okay, you make, no. keep making faces like you ate no. the one chip challenge. Okay, I don't think John Cena's PR team gives a damn. You I think, think they do. You see who John Cena just follows? He follows everybody. Okay, that's fair. Okay. That is fair. Doesn't matter who you are. You get. I got followed. Santi still doesn't have. Followed. I still haven't been followed. The, <laughs> the, 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 the whole entire thing is, you want your boy. John Cena. I thought you were about to say Logan Paul's my boy, and no, I was about you, to reach through the screen and you, choke you. We're going back to Crown Jewel. Okay. You want your last memory of John Cena being spiked eleven times? You you are just putting words in my mouth. You are yes. you're trying to gaslight me. <laughs> this is a clear uh, dramatization it's, from from Sancho West, like folks. The, it's like the JFK footage. <laughs> back to the left. What? What? Over and over. No, I don't want that to be my last image of, of John Cena. What did you think about that match? Uh, I think it was... Look, it, I think it's the right decision. I think... I thought... <laughs> for those that are audio listeners, he is uh, he is reenacting John Cena getting murdered by Solo Sokoa right now on camera and getting pinned. Thanks, Sancho. Thanks for, the, for well, making me relive my... He- have WWE rights yet so I gotta you know <laughs> replay it for the people watching on YouTube yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I I would have liked John Cena to win it and that from a narrative point of view would have also made sense to me it, like they, they told a good enough story where I would have believed where it, it would have made sense for John Cena to win right like the grizzled veteran who wants to prove that he can still hang with the best and the baddest of the WWE and pulls through right that's what I was expecting. I was expecting a classic 2010 John Cena tale, but ultimately what we got, I think made more sense. I think that it delivered in terms of what they were trying to deliver, because I don't think that the match, the match was never going to be a, you know, six out of six Tokyo Dome match, but that last five minutes did two things. One, it reminded you of John Cena's mortality and that his time really is coming up. Oh my God, Sancho! I swear to God, uh, I, I think it reminded us of John Cena's mortality that his time really is coming up, and that it, time it is, is his time oh is up. God. And it, yeah, man, it's it's sad, man. It's sad, and I, it, I think it was designed to make people like me feel sad, like just sad. I, I got it, That's and it worked, it. and it worked. Oh. Wrestling is cool for that. I got to give you yeah. that. It, because they could have had him be beat with one spike, two spike, three yeah. spike. But it was the public execution of John yeah. Cena. And it was very it, Last of Us. Yeah. It yeah, was yeah, yeah. very Last of Us. And and you're just sitting there watching it happen. And yeah. it gets worse and worse and worse. And it made me very... I, like, I wasn't, like, crying or anything. But, like, inside, it felt like something shattered. Like, my heart just kind of... Like seeing your dad cry. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, oh no, this is awful. 
And then the other half of the coin was that it did it did succeed in making Solo Sokoa look like a bad mother effer. I think it succeeded in that regard as well. Even if it was like overkill. All I think all I keep thinking is like, you know, the Simpsons meme of won't someone think of the children? I, I think I mean, it, it succeeded, it hit all the right notes. It needed it, it needed some color, as they would say. It needed it need some brutality behind yeah, it. Yeah, I, I Saudi's the wrong place for that. Yeah. I, I think uh, you know, I think it backfired, honestly. I think it made Solo Sokoa look like he's being over pushed, is that the thing? It, it, it didn't work for me because I was like, I know what you're trying to do, but it would have been they could have accomplished that in a different way. Okay, where, would where you... John does get the win, and then Solo does go crazy, and then literally obliterates him with all that Samoa spike spot, and then you're like, oh my god, did he hurt John to the point where he can't wrestle anymore? That's like it's a different kind of way to like a clean win doesn't do anyone justice in in this picture in my mind and we did talk about this before santi that this was superman remember we said superman versus doomsday here yeah that's what happened superman died that's what happened to you that feeling <laughs> that you're talking about is the day that superman mm -hmm. died and you're like oh my god he's he is mortal he is he could be beaten by 11 spam finishers at the very end, someone had a cheat code. I, 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 the, the match itself was was fine, but the finish could, could have been better. And the thing about John Cena is that's the thing about Crown Jewel. If you have it anywhere else around the world, it hits a little bit harder. Yeah, you know what I mean. You could, you the crowd would have been much more shocked, much more angry, much more emotional. Seeing John, kids would have been crying. Like for real, no, kids yeah, would have been crying. yeah, hundred percent. It would have been like, dude, you need to. Someone needs to get in there and save John Cena. It would have been a, a shocked Undertaker guy moment. You know those those those. There's oftentimes in John matches where there you could hear a kid clearest day screaming his head off for John Cena. It would have been that kind of moment, and I just feel that you you couldn't get that extra that extra sauce. That oftentimes that the WWE fan base can get. I'm not saying the Saudi crowd I'm, didn't. I'm, gonna, I'm just saying like it wasn't there. I'm gonna I'm gonna simplify this for you. You know what the Saudi crowd is? They're yes. noobs. They're noobs. They're new to this. They're yes, new they to to how to react to all of this. They're new to how to react to these big moments. They're new as to how to react to women's matches because they just flat out didn't. They're noobs, and that's not a bad thing. It's okay to be a noob. You're new at this. Everyone was a noob at Call of Duty once. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone was a noob at once, at one point or another, and I think that that Saudi crowd are just noobs at, at, at learning how to how to react to major wrestling moments. Yeah, I I just think that you could have had that on the the you could have had that match on the Monday Night Raw, and you would have had a bigger impact than having it at Crown Jewel. So, you think Cena should have won there? Yeah, yeah. Cena should have won just just to get that over with, just to get that. That narrative that he threw in the last minute, and I don't know why they don't have they don't book wrestling matches this way where the heel just obliterates the face afterwards. They're not happy with the decision, and they just keep going. And they ring the ding ding ding, the bell gets rung, and then you know people come out of the back to try to stop the heel. Like I miss those kind of bookings, and I feel like Triple H has gotten very predictable in a lot of his bookings when it comes to big matches. 
And that's where I, I feel that this was predictable a little bit. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, you know what I mean? Like it was, if Solo was going to win, it would have been this way. And not necessarily the spot, but it would have been that way. We talked a little bit about uh, the the Saudi Arabian audience, and I think that, that kind of, to me, naturally leads to talking about the women's matches. I thought the women's matches absolutely cooked this show. Yeah. Now, however, if you watch the women's matches on silent, you would think that, uh, sorry, w- without... Uh, without video, you just watch the women's matches in audio. You'd think that they're the worst matches ever because the the Saudi audiences was not reacting to the matches. They weren't reacting to the major spots. You know, I complained that wow, the Saudi audience did not care that Kyrie Sane has come back from Japan to the WWE. And the constant reply that I kept getting from people from Saudi Arabia was, well, you, it's not that we we don't love women's wrestling. It's that we don't know who Kyrie Sane is. It's like okay, well then we shouldn't have had. Kyrie Sane in Saudi Arabia I kept saying that that was the wrong place and I had a lot of backlash saying well like well you just don't like the Saudi this is not nothing about you guys I'm just saying clearly I'm just if we're reading the room it was the wrong place to have a big major moment like that that women's five-way match was awesome it delivered in every regard in terms of trying to make every single one of those women feel like the quote badass of monday night raw all of them had their great spots i think eo bianca was weaker than their um than their backlash match but i think the return of Kyrie sane really saved it and made it a memorable moment again it's a shame that the crowd just didn't care and I'm just going to go on a limb and say this, that uh, they just shouldn't have women's matches at these Saudi shows. Instead, what they should do is they should have a women's only pay-per-view the week before or the week after. I Because like you're just sending them out there to yeah. to to be breaks for people like I, I had a lot of people that watch my stuff that were in the in the audience and they're like, mo- they were telling me that most of the people were just on their phones, going to the bathrooms that it's just not part of their of their wrestling zeitgeist over there to watch or be entertained or care about women's wrestling. So, okay, if if y'all don't want it, then y'all shouldn't get it, and let's have a women's only pay per view. I like that idea. I do think that there are WWE's mission for the women is to make us change. In some in some way, right? I and I appreciate the, that. I do appreciate right, you, their you, attempt you, at that. They're getting more time, and they're getting more women on the show, which is impressive for where crown. They weren't even in the first crown jewel or Saudi Arabia. Event, yeah, they weren't in the first few shows, man. No, yeah, not at all. Now we have you know, a majority of the we have the belt, and we have women's referee, a woman referee out there as well. Forgive me, I don't know your name, but it's awesome. Uh, I think that the women wrestlers are professionals. They understand what they're going through, and they put on a hell of a match for us at home. And I, I feel it would be a long time, but if you're going to give these noobs some chances, you got to give them more chances. So I, I don't think they should not go, because that would be saying that they, that, you know, the... Didn't work. You know, they'd be admitting work. defeat. Have more matches. Let them know. If, and you know, I'm not saying that the women that were there didn't didn't do anything. Oh, they were great. They were great. But if a Jade Cargill showed up, and that would have been, the, been a wasted let, moment there. I know, I know. I'm just saying. Let's say Jade showed up before, and then she shows up here. Right? I'm just I'm just painting a picture here. If she would have showed up, oh, you you're paying attention to Jade. There's just no doubt you're paying attention to Jade. She's a, she's has that that draw power to her. 
I mean, maybe a Charlotte Flair will draw a little bit more. Maybe the Saudis just don't get Rhea Ripley. I don't know. We did, and we got a great show at home. But I don't think you you give up on the the Saudi crowd just yet, or you don't you don't let that happen just yet. I still really like the idea. The week before to ha- or a week after a women's only PLE, I I, I think it's yeah, yeah, it's. It, yeah, like I, I'm with you though. Like they can't give hey, up on it. Like you said, they are noobs at being fans. Uh, you said it. You I did. Said it. I did say that. I did say that, and I stand I, by it. I think it's a good compare. I think it's a good way to put it. A good friendly way to put it that they that they're noobs in terms of like being wrestling fans. They're new at this. I, I just think like the big the big thing as well is the the point I wanted to make about the entire thing is. The women's gonna are gonna put on a great show. You were saying something that you should have an all women's PLE. That'd be fine too. I just feel that we can't. Let's be real, Americans. We always used to say, "Oh, this is the bathroom break match," mm-hmm. right? When the women came on, we we it took us a long time to realize that the women matches are not. You cannot miss that. Either. There's a whole movement, and and the WWE learned as well. Don't put women's matches before the main event. Right. There's lots of things that they were they learned as well in the way they booked the women's matches. So on the state side, it took years and years and years. I mean, we're talking about NXT before black and gold almost, right? We're talking about all those times for us to turn it around. I feel like eventually, hopefully, it turns around, at least in the sports entertainment side for the Saudis. I hope so, too, because I was really bummed out with uh, with the lack of reactions that they were getting. Just kind of knowing that they were working their ass off and they were putting on a great show. I think the booking decisions were great. I I love the fact that Kyrie Sane is back. I just would have liked to see a little bit more more love and more hype because there was a lot of awesome things that they were doing there. Uh, Mm -hmm. Seth Rollins retained his World Heavyweight Championship. And I didn't love that. I didn't love that that he retained. And I told you before the show that I wanted to share something that I said on Twitter that that resonated with a lot of people. And because I've been trying to rack my head as to why I keep rooting against Seth Rollins, because I love Seth Rollins. And yet ever since he's won the World Heavyweight Championship, I just can't wait to see him lose. And it's not because I've all of a sudden started to hate Seth Rollins. I finally connected the dots that I find myself not necessarily rooting against Seth Rollins, but rooting for the person that Seth Rollins is feuding against. Because for some weird reason, I don't know if it's on purpose or not, everyone that Seth Rollins has defended the World Heavyweight Championship with has been somebody that the WWE Universe has been clamoring to for them to finally get a chance. We were clamoring for Finn Balor to finally get a world championship. And they made the whole storyline out of that. The whole seven years, he only got one title reign. Nakamura is the guy that got away by too many fans. The guy that they should have pulled the trigger on against Jinder Mahal. Like they had Jinder over Nakamura at some point. They didn't pull the trigger on him in WrestleMania against AJ Styles. And we never got to see Nakamura hold major gold. Same with Drew McIntyre. Oh, Asante, he won numerous WWE championships in front of no one. All right. He's the pandemic champion. And he carried the company during those really dark times. And he never got his moment of to shine in front of an audience. And now recently, as of the recording of this of this podcast, he had to go up against Sami Zayn. <laughs> the, the, the ultimate version of all of this. The guy we've been wanting to see win a big one forever in the WWE. And I ultimately think that that's the reason why I'm just not loving Seth Rollins' reign. I I haven't, I don't think that they've told a great story 
of motivation for him. I think all of the great storylines have been given to his opponents. And that's why I care more about his opponents. It's because we're stuck on this thing that Seth has a back problem. It's for like, what's the whole point? What is Seth doing? Like, he, he's in a weird spot because he's super Seth when he wrestles, but he's, I don't know. Like he, he does, he's, he presents himself like he's, he has a chip on his shoulder every time he's in a promo and he cuts these things like I, I'm I'm not at 100 percent or I am. Yeah. It's always yeah, he, about he presents himself like one bad sneeze and he's he's retiring. Right, right. And I think the WWE could be do a lot better job to show you how serious his back injury is beyond just some tape on his back. Like maybe have a segment where he goes to a doctor and the doctor like shows him a thing and it's all crooked. And he's like, <laughs> There's a hot wheels in there. Yeah. Except this is your back. You need to stop. Like have a a serious conversation with him and Becky, right? Where Becky's like, Seth, you you really need to slow down here. And you know, you've done great. Like they they could be doing more than what they're doing now. And I think it's because he has this, the Messiah gimmick still there. And if they just drop that completely, I think it opens us up to see the real Seth Rollins, the the CrossFit Jesus Seth Rollins, the guy that loves Chicago Bears football. Like that's the Seth I want to know, and that's the Seth I think we could root for to be that fighting champion, and not just just I don't know who, I don't I can't relate to who he is now, but I could relate to everything that he is outside the ring. You know, like that's the kind of Seth Rollins I love, and that's the kind of Seth Rollins. That I dig, dude. That he's a fan of the Chicago Bears and they suck. He's like, <laughs> he's like, I hate football, and and I think that's what the, that's what's missing. That's the missing key yeah. to this entire ingredient. Is you mentioned it? What? Why should I cheer for Seth? Because he's not giving you any reason to, and the WWE are not doing it either. And everything is just so surface level with him. It's it's all about his back, and it's just become a meme at this point. And that's why we're interested in the Finn Balors and the Drews and the Sammy's in Sammy. They have real story, real relatable things of the woulda, coulda, shoulda, the the wrong moments, uh, you know, all those kinds of situations, the LA Knights, right? So that is a possibility going forward that it could be an LA Knight situation. I just believe it's Drew's time. It should have been Drew, man. Like, even though it's not the castle crowd that he had with against Roman, still should, they were white hot for Drew. Yeah. Like, good lord, they were white hot for Drew McIntyre. And yeah, it happened with a little bit of uh, you know, was it there a little bit of shenanigans? I'm trying to remember. There was no, a of, no, it was, it was a clean. clean. It was like clean and squeaky clean. Come on, man. And I hate. Ugh. I I know wrestling's cool. We're supposed to be like yay, right? Wrestling's mm-hmm. fun, but. Seth Rollins' pedigree into the curb stomp, that doesn't add, like, Drew. If Drew kicked out of that, I'm like, oh, my oh, God. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. Go, Drew. Like, give him, give him that. Like, Dude, again, I, would, I was certain he was going to kick out of that. I thought, I, yeah, I thought LA Knight was going to kick out of that spear, too. Like, where's the Hulk moment, man? There's something special about a hulking up moment. If Drew all of a sudden had that wildfire look in his face, and he was just like, you're not going to knock me down right now. And then Seth Rollins was scared of his life. That's something. I just feel like this crowd had no, no memorable moments That's besides it. Logan Paul like winning. There was nothing memorable. 
and I think you're, yeah, you're right on it. It just was not a memorable PLE. It wasn't bad. Like the in-ring work rate of pretty much all of the matches I liked. I don't think that there was a match where I said, oh my goodness, that was a stinker. Like from a technical point of view, John Cena solo, worst match, but from storytelling, I think it did something very, very interesting. So it's, so like, it wasn't bad. Like there's nothing bad, but there's nothing objectively great about this PLE either. That's the, the it was just so middling. Random thought. Uh, Champa should fight in jeans. That's that is that is a very random thought. Uh, he's yeah. he's so he's fought in jeans before, and I think he looked great. Uh, That's what I mean. Yeah, I think, I... I think it was NXT Takeover. It was the one where it was like a death match versus Johnny Gargano, just, and he looked cool. Like so many wrestlers should just fight in jeans. Ivar should fight in like jeans. <laughs> no, you know? Ivar, get rid, of, get rid of the Viking gimmick, dude. Bro. He'd be so tight in those jeans. Oh, that moonsault would, would be awesome in, the, in them jeans. In them jeans. In those jeans. <laughs> <laughs> well, Elias used to wrestle in jeans. Um, but uh, uh, Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a very random thought, by the way. I don't know I'm where sorry. that came out of left field. Well, I was thinking about Seth Rollins' gear. Like, <laughs> if Seth came out in, like, an everyman vibe, like, would did, what if Seth came out in his CrossFit gear and, and Seth just broke from the heart? Like, hey. Like, that's what's missing. There's Seth Rollins. Coming out, I mean, we had Shawn Michaels come out in the suit and talked about how he lost his smile, right? You know, that's what I mean. Where's the hokey, hey, guys, this is me, Seth, or whatever. Are you, you saying know? you want YouTube apology Seth Rollins right now? Kind of. <laughs> With Becky sitting right next to him, you know. I've had a severe lapse in my judgment. <laughs> my back judgment in your back judgment uh we talked a little bit about john cena there i'm not going to take a very long time here uh because uh i wanted to say that john cena is cool you already know that i thought that john cena is cool but the fact that this man is a gazillionaire at this point still came back to the wwe Wait, do you not want me to say anything here just you just this is your moment feel right? free no feel free to no, to, no, to, no, to, to chime in feel free to chime no, in if you want to no, if you no, also no, want to no, gush no, about john cena no. being cool feel no, free I, I just want to keep, this is your time. Sure. John Cena is cool. Go ahead. John Cena is so cool, man. This man is 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 on the verge of becoming a Hollywood A-lister. Uh, has all the money in the world, has done it all in the WWE, is a WWE Mount Rushmore without a single shadow of a doubt, is in the conversation of the greatest to ever do it. He comes back to the WWE for, for an eight-week run where all he does is put people over, puts LA Knight over. Not that LA Knight wasn't over, but like I said, John Cena helped to be that stamp of approval that, um, hey, not, not only are you hot, but we think that you're going to be hot for a really long time. Here's the here's the here's the John Cena rub kid. He didn't need to do that. He didn't need to do that. He puts over Solo Sokoa after decade of long of people saying he should have put over Umaga. There you go. All right. He put over the soul of Umaga. There you go, kid. You got your 50, your 50 thumbs into John Cena. Now you look like a monster. You look great. He gave us Jimmy Uso's new entrance theme. All right. He debuted it against John Cena. And overall, all he did was arrive make everyone look cool geek out about wrestling because he was just like the biggest mark in the ring he was the, he was like the biggest fan he was just a super fan when he was there for the seven weeks he was just there for the ride and that's it that's all we needed from john cena and he didn't need to do any of that stuff and for that reason sancho john cena is cool do you think john cena got punished for burying solo before crown jewel um <laughs> uh, no i don't think sure? so i'm positive you you're not sure? gonna punish john cena you're not gonna you punish sure? i'm positive he 
buried here with that promo like yeah so i'll i'll mention this like for the for the hardcore that follows like the ins and outs of the back of the wwe i think a great example of um of what happened to john cena was the whole john cena versus the undertaker feud where john cena just ran down the undertaker for weeks and weeks and weeks wrestlemania comes undertaker believes that they're about to do a 35 minute classic and Vince McMahon's like, it's actually going to be five minutes. And Undertaker's like, no, we're not doing five minutes. John, do you agree that it should be five minutes? And John allegedly says to the Undertaker, dude, I just made you look bad on television for weeks. You should absolutely annihilate me for everything that I've said. So I think that the burying of Solo Sokoa was just to set up this destruction of John Cena to make it hit and land even more. So that, John punishes himself. I think I think so. Like I, it was the same thing with the Undertaker. This it was John Cena's call to get buried and destroyed by the Undertaker. And I think I wouldn't be surprised if this was John Cena's call. I'm gonna make you look like a bitch, Solo. And because I made you look like a little bitch, you need to go out there and prove to the world that you're not a little bitch by destroying me. And I think it works really well. I like that. You you know what else I like? Byron Saxon is cool. How dare you? How dare you? I watched your reaction. How dare you? He did a phenomenal job as a ring announcer, channeling the inner Howard Finkel. That man did all he can to bring everybody to his feet. I loved it. And how dare you? It sucked. No, it did not. It was great. This man didn't know he was going to do that. He just showed up and he did it. And he knocked it out of the park. And he's, dude, he's great as a as an interviewer in the back. He's fit and, and he's and he's dripped out of his mind. And he's been in the business forever. He knows his place. He knows his gimmick. He knows he's the, the you know, he gets the, the, the bottom of the hill type of situations. Anytime he's in an interview. Great smile. And he did a great, I, you, you need to give him an apology. You acted like he was terrible. He was fantastic. No, no, you are overselling this. I he never said he so was happy. I you didn't say, yeah, yes, you did. No, I yes, didn't. You did. you no, said, I didn't. He's not him. He's not him. That doesn't, he's, he's, he's not him. He's not him. That's what you were saying all night. Every time he did his announcing, I don't know what yet. He's not him. Because he's not Samantha Irving. Samantha Irving is the greatest ring announcer of our generation. Come on. And we, we didn't get to hear her say Roman Reigns, her calling out for LA Knight. Uh, Drew McIntyre. Like, we didn't get to hear her. And I'm not saying, you know what? You know, I tried to say this earlier about LA Knight. Go ahead. But there's a good little place for Byron Saxton. Yeah, he's okay. He's a good little B-plus ring announcer. But, like, if you're trying to tell me that he he was, he should have been him instead of Samantha Irving, you're just wrong. And I'm not saying that Byron Saxton still can't be cool because he stepped up. He stepped up. Yeah, but yeah. you know when you're, when you're, don't bury him then you know it, he stepped up in the same way that a third string player might step up when the other two are are out you know you expect you know you congratulations you got on the court man that's nice but you know you know you don't you don't pick you know third stringer Joey Lee oh, over o- o- over over oh, Wemby over Wembanyama you know oh, Wemby yeah okay so I'm speaking your language now a little bit of Wemby talk. Point. 10, bla- 10 rebounds, 2 blacks. Um, by the way, listen here. We always rag on, you know, we have fun. We rag on each other. At least we agree that Byron is cool. I like he is, that. He yeah. He is cool. 
But how do you feel about the WWE with this? I'm the backup quarterback. You're the quarterback. I'm throwing an audible. Come on. I'm the I, Jimmy's whole football angle. And then I, Roman's like, I'm the star player. I feel like they're driving it to the ground. Like it was a cool, like one segment thing, but don't please stop doing that. You know what I mean? We don't have to go down into the, the depths of the NFL here for football <laughs> analogies. Dude, I'd be more down with it if they got super hokey with it. And every single time they did this, they like promoted one of those cruddy NFL belts. I, 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 oh, I, I hate that. I, It'd be oh, so yeah. hokey, and I'd be like, "Oh, this is so bad." But like, oh, it, it hurts so good. <laughs> like they're like, "Oh man, we have still five hundred of these things. We need to get rid of them. Put them on sale, like half off. I'm down, dude. I'll I would buy the one for half off. off. I would buy oh, one for half off for sure. Um, best NFL team, uh, Los Angeles Chargers. I'd definitely get that for the background. Um, okay, uh, you had something that you wanted to stump me with. Sure. I wanted to stump you with this. Who was the last 24-7 champion? Dana Brooke. Kobe. Wrong. Nikki Cross. Thank you so much for playing. No! No way! It's not Dana Brooke? We're in a Wikipedia. It is Nikki Cross. No way! And then it was defunct after that. No shot. Last... This another segment <laughs> of Stump Stump D. There's no way it's not Dana Brooke! And he was so... He was so... No, oh, hang on. Well, I'm 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 fact checking you. you cannot literally throw, you cannot right throw now. A red flag on this. this no, dude. I'm 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 tossing flag. the flag. Toss VAR flag. for our European you, friends. You cannot doubt Wikipedia, man. The list has been set. Oh, you're right. During mm. a backstage segment on November seventh, two thousand and two, mm. episode of Raw, Nikki Cross discarded the belt as trash, deactivating the title. Because she had just beat, yeah, after beating Dana Brooke. God, no. Okay, I'm wow. over two. I'm over two on these. Dude, wow. I said that with so much confidence, too. You did. Speaking of Nikki Cross, this was going to be my transition to her. What do you think is happening with her? The the whole staring I, thing? I think they have no idea. I, I, I really think they have no idea. Because at first I was like, Uncle Howdy? Maybe witches? Witch, witches? I thought, oh, maybe J Joe Gacy something. Maybe he they, there's a call up and and I just I've come to the conclusion that I don't think the WWE knows what they're doing with this <laughs> and that they're just calling it as they see it and hoping that a good idea comes to fruition. I don't think that they know. <laughs> I don't think that they know either. And they just keep going. And that's the thing about sometimes the people don't understand. I know that there's writers, I know that there's producers, and I know that Triple H is ahead of booking, and people think like, oh, we have this drawn out thing that goes six months, one year plan. We have everything drawn out. We know where people rest. No, I think most of the time, wrestling's a week to week type of business. One week this works, one week this doesn't work. One week, oh, the crowd really liked that. Let's lean into that. One week, the crowd laughed at that joke. Let's lean into that. And that is where we are with some of these people. And I would like to make the statement for those people that were fans and the people that were listening. You were dead wrong about Gable. He's not even in the Intercontinental Championship at all. Not even in the number one contenders. This man has been deregulated into a Tozawa cheerleader. Sancho, can we can we try and high five each other through camera? Because we we like agreed on this for like, we disagree on like everything. That's the one thing where we came yes. together, the meme of the two super jacked, right. the two meme, right? Yes. We came yes. together and we said, no, Chatty Daddy is out. He's out. 
and we were exactly. right. He's oh, he's 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 cosplaying over in NXT these days. How do you how do you feel about what went down though on Raw with the Intercontinental? You have the apparently as reported by Dave uh, and others is that Ricochet did get concussed and kicked out when it was supposed to be a double pin where Ivar and Miz going into it. So right now Miz is the Intercontinental number one contender. And that leaves Ivar out of the picture for now. And it's going to be Miz versus Gunther at Summer Survivor Series. Hey, you know what? Accidents happen. Uh, time to pull up your pants, WWE writing staff, and make this interesting. You can make this interesting. You can make this good. Obviously, number one thing, hopefully Ricochet's okay. Uh, mm -hmm. But these types of things happen, you know? So you got to work with what you've got. You know, you said that wrestling's a weekly thing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Boom, I, right I, here. I think this is a great example. And I think they can turn this into something neat. And I think that Ivar definitely deserves more eyeballs. And, and more excuses to see Ivar, I'm down for. I think Ivar and Miz could put on some good matches. I think for some, I don't know what what kind of creative skill set that Miz moveset that he downloaded right before that match. But he was doing some crazy stuff in that match. <laughs> And the crowd loved it. And I told you, didn't I tell you he still do heel things and still be a face? That's exactly what, what we want. That's what we want. He's grabbing the tights a little bit, doing some kind of knocking on the people on the, like, uh, what a great match, by the way, that was. Yeah. Barring Ricochet thing. And that was a great spot he had with a, I guess, slingshot off the ropes into the Huracan on the so bar. sick. So sick. I doubt they'll do it again, though. Uh, do you think that's that where he got concussed? Yeah. That and Ivar, he probably, he got like kind of like kind of buzzed there, so to speak. And then when Ivar hit him with that moonsault, he didn't have control of his body because mm. he was a little loopy. And that's when it got a little bit more worse. Mm. Um, someone someone suggested, I think it was one of the, I think the Bubba Ray suggested that wrestling should have people who watch closely for concussions, like a doctor would, like the NFL does. The NFL sure. has someone who purposely watches every single player and they stop the play when there's someone con concussed. Um, they could easily could have pulled Ricochet out of that match and still had in a four way, finish. super easy, right? Super easy. Like he just, you know, like remember when Roman was like, that's the thing with Roman. Remember Roman for the longest time, he would always be in like a triple threat or fatal four way. And then he would always be on the ground and they would said, Roman is sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> He's just laying on the floor. Um, but no, like uh, they kind of yeah. do that today, but with like bleeding, you right. know, the second there's bleeding, there's somebody there with a staple gun to shut the, the oh, shut the, yeah. the wound down. I was there at the SummerSlam with Finn Balor and uh, edge. Oh, and he, oh mania, mania. It, was it? Was that many? Yes, it was. Yeah. I was there. Night one. Night one. Night one. Night two. <laughs> You're just Second. getting it all wrong. <laughs> getting it all wrong. Dude, that, AEW. That was, a, that was AEW, right? <laughs> that, that was a tough. Those, those two tough nights, dude. Dealing with LA traffic and walking a How mile away. How could you, from, man? I couldn't, I, man. Dude, two, two. I spent two hundred dollars and I got in a sweet box of WrestleMania with all my buds and friends. From kind of funny. That's it. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you were you were set up. You were definitely set oh, up, dude. Hanging out with Greg Miller and and all the boys and Greg like telling me stories of what's happening backstage while I'm there too. Like, oh, oh, I gotta. Oh. I, I I wish we we had talked about it. Did you see his, uh, Greg Miller's video about his solution the, to two K? Make it a game. That's the whole thing. For those of you who don't know, he said that he should make it a games as a live service, which is a way to where you just have the game for free to play, and then you just buy roster packs. Or I, I didn't watch the whole video, but that's what they should do with all sports games. Like, 
Stop yeah. charging us 80 bucks. Well, the problem with the, with the WWE games, like the most fundamental problem is that once the, the game is old, the day it comes out. And more often yeah. than not, literally the day it comes out, it is old. Well, I, I love Top Dollar and everything, but he was he, when his DLC pack hit, he was not on TV a lot. So it just it just shows you that Bad Bunny is like one of the new DLCs, and he is was white hot at Backlash. Yeah, so we all know how long ago is that. Yeah, it's a good point, and you know Greg Miller is a superstar, so he knows what he's talking about. He's I on mean, that superstar roster. If you uh, you know what, like I always tell myself, you know, what will I ever make of myself as a mark? And I always just look to Greg Miller like that man got on the roster by being a mark. And, it, <laughs> you know, did. like so shooting for the skies, man, be the biggest mark you could possibly be. And you might have a feud with uh, with, with Paul with, Heyman with Paul and, and JBL. Jeez, <laughs> pays to be a mark, fellas. All right. Pays so what, so when, whenever you guys call me Mark in there, you know, in, the, in all the comments, I'm like, yes, yes. yes. Keep it going. Keep it. feeling the meter. I was going to point out this. The Intercontinental Champion is the and the United States Champion is the only men's belt that matter. Well, the only oh no, no! Wait, wait, wait! They're the only ones that have things that matter to watch. They're cooking. Okay. The rest, the heavyweight, right. not cooking as much, and the undisputed, not cooking for me. Well, it's, I would look, on daily it, on weekly television. Yes, I, that's what you rephrase your question, and now I agree with you. Because let me land a plane. Right? No, yeah. A lot of turbulence. <laughs> yeah, because the most important title is still Roman Reigns. The thing, the moment he loses that, that is a, that is not just a new champion. That is a monumental shift in WWE. Like straight up, that is a monumental right. day in the in the world of professional wrestling. A day that's going to be replayed over and over again. A day that will probably appear in the uh, for then now forever. Thingy at the beginning of every wrestling show that is a monumental moment but yes in terms of stories that are there for it to make you care about it at this present moment in time to make you care about it as a plot device doesn't exist because it's not there you're right yeah u.s title and intercontinental championship and, and even to champions nothing no. nothing Chelsea Green and Piper are doing great work with the women's titles for not having No, they're matches. not. We're they, not having matches. Okay, that's it. Yeah. We're not having matches. Yeah. They're doing some work with it. They 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 look great parading in around. They are great. Right. And the titles are not. No, no. And and that's that's the thing that is, is shocking to me because that's when I think wrestling's at its best is when the title is on TV, when all titles are on TV and they need to have more changes. That that's what I meant by it. It's it's not cooking. They're just stale. There's nothing happening with these belts, and that and that's where I, I it hurts for me to watch a Seth match, knowing that a Seth is going to win. It hurts to me to watch a Judgment Day match, and knowing that Judgment Day is going to win because of the, the interference. It hurts for me to watch a Roman Reigns match, waiting, knowing that eighty percent of the match doesn't matter until the twenty percent at the very end, the good stuff. And the tag champions are are tied together, undisputed, and. It doesn't really matter because each brand should have its own belt so I could start caring about the tag divisions. And and the women's title, if if Rhea stops messing around with everything else and actually wrestles the women that are in there, there's some great women in that raw picture scene, then that 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 could matter a little bit more. Because right now, all these titles are just merch in the background yeah. for Judgment Day. That's all they're, they're, they're becoming. 
I like that uh, that Sammy's like, I'm trying to stop Judgment Day from getting more belts. That's a kind of a cool angle that I kind of vibe with. But other than that, these titles don't mean anything. And I'm so happy that Logan has a title now. Yeah. I mean, Logan Paul could... Look, it could go one of two ways. It could go horribly wrong or horribly or, or, or tremendously great. And I'm going to give the benefit of the doubt that it's going to go tremendously great with the decision to have Logan Paul as the United States champion. At the very least, it's something to care about and something to 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 clamor to. What are you going to do next? What happens next is right now the rest of the championships. I'm with you like even like even EO Sky as a champion is feeling weak. It's just feeling she feels she feels like the champion weirdly feels like a prop to bigger stars like the Charlottes of the world. Even Bailey feels like is using EO sky more as a prop than EO sky feeling like a proper champion and Rhea Ripley, like she's got it all, but they're just not using her as a proper champion to have matches and to elevate the women's division as a whole. It looks like that direction is changing, which is nice. You know, we had that fatal five way. Now we're having a match at, um, at, at, survivor series between her and zoe stark and i might be making this up this is a wrestling is cool fact so uh definitely fact check me but i'm pretty sure that this is the old the first back-to-back ple since backlash and wrestlemania that she's actually defended the title because she's gone through like these big breaks where she doesn't defend the title at a ple wasn't even on SummerSlam, so that that championship still has the potential to become relevant and feel special, but it went through a really long time where it just looked like a cool prop of mommy. That's what, like, that's what I mean. Why is WWE so hesitant to pull a trigger on people now? It's, it's, they're just gun shy on, on making things happen for the sake of making things happen. Like, I'd rather Seth lose and then make them try to win it back, give them something to do besides just holding on to this thing. Like I mentioned already before, make them more like organically likable and lovable and more exciting to see on tv versus what he is now and beyond a chant as i mentioned before but i i just want to say like well what are these titles doing and i don't think it's a problem with triple h's booking i just think that he leans heavily on heels winning a lot and faces not duping the heels enough a little bit more I'm with you, man. Uh, it doesn't sound like you're very hot on these champions. Um, I mean, I am. I like them, but let's let's make that let's put hot potato. I, we around. like them, them, the performer, yeah. but like the champion and the championship feeling special doesn't really feel special. I'd be very curious where these land in the new heat order, like all of the champions, because I have a feeling that new. we're not. Excuse me, new, new, new heat order, world heat. Oh my God! I'm look. We're over an hour into the podcast. If you're still listening to this, boy, you're you're a fan. Clearly, you're not gonna you're not gonna tune out simply because I fumble a few words. All right, do re mi fa solacido. All right, you're here. I, we could say whatever we want at this point. We're here with speaking, the true ones. Speaking of which, the Creed brothers, not doing it for me right now. Still not, eh? Why feed them DYI? One what? of these days, you're gonna say it right. Yeah, I know, but why feed DIY. them? <laughs> yeah, but why feed them those guys? I don't. That yeah. was weird. That was weird. Uh, even I felt a little bit odd with that decision. Why? DIY. I don't know, man. The why? Why do that to YID? You know. Why? Why do it to them? You know, we they 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 made so much of a big deal of DIY showing up. Right? They put so much. <laughs> 
Are you doing this on purpose? You doing this? Because it's working. You're making me think that that's their the tag name. You're gaslighting me into believing that it's DYI and that I'm wrong. It's a Mandela effect. It starts here. No, but do it yourself, all right? For real. They put so much behind them, and we're like, oh, Triple H is bringing his pet project Main event along. segment? Main event segment, all this and that, and they have their own new little background, Titan Tron. They got matching trunks. They should get matching pants if I were them. And now here they are. <laughs> Losing, jobbing out to. This is why I, I love that that was going on. I want to clarify that that was your 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 crescendo uh, point. You listed like four things, and you topped it off. The exclamation mark was, and they should get new pants, <laughs> matching pants. Dude. Sorry, matching pants. Maybe Champa has torn jeans, and and Gargano doesn't. Right, it's a little bit of their personality in the jeans. Right? <laughs> okay, DIY. Uh, it should not have been buried. They should not have lost clean. There should have been a little. Well, they I didn't. Know Imperium, I know. I know Imperium was there. I, but it's still. It's just. It doesn't. It doesn't do anything for me. They could have. Why the Creed brothers are wrestling already big talent? They feed them a jobber. Some local wrestling guys. You know. Come on. Let, let them really shine and show what they can really do. Yeah, they really went all out. Not just with uh, with the brothers, but Ivy Nile, who's part of their group. Also right. going final four in that uh, in that women's battle royal, and and I'm pretty sure she got the most eliminations as well. Hey, look, Sancho. All right, listen here, Buck. Listen here, Ombre. I come from an era where NXT call ups used to get treated like trash, where they never this got any cool. opportunities. Look, this is. I'm not saying that this is the right call to beat these guys, but at the very least, it's NXT call ups being treated. Special Alpha Academy, hello, Chatty Daddy and Otis. They beat them, and then Gargano and Champa. Come Look, I'm, I don't dude. disagree that, that that is that is maybe overkill. I don't Who's disagree. That? New day, but we are gonna be look. New day. I just come from a world where I've seen them get at. I've, I, dude, I come from a world where the NXT champion carrying cross was put in in like gladiator sex wear and went out with the world with the NXT title and got rolled up by Jeff Hardy. I that's the that's the NXT call ups that I'm used to. So I'm happy that NXT call ups are winning. Uh, he, how do you look? You look at the guy from Mortal Kombat too. Shao, Shao, Shao Kahn. Kahn. Yeah, 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 yeah. They Shao Kahn them. You're right. They gave him a helmet. They gave him like the 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 leather skirts. It was like, dude, what? And then he came out with the NXT Championship and got rolled up by Jeff Hardy. It's like, I don't, I dude. So I've seen if, I've seen the the worst end of all of this, and I'm if, I'm I'm better with what they're doing now. If the Creed brothers beat New Day, I'd be upset. That's the last. Straw. It's gonna happen. No, I think so. Don't. New Day is doing so well, man. I mean, the way so I mean, good. you you look at like the ones that the Creed brothers have beaten, and I think the New Day is one two weeks away. I think so, and I don't disagree with you here. I think that that might be a little bit of overkill, but I'm just happy that they didn't put them in gladiator kinkwear and didn't have them get rolled up by a couple of local do, jobbers. Do you think that they are doing a Logan Paul to them? where they fit the more Alpha Academy vibe than Otis and Chad? Do you know what I'm saying? No, I like don't understand fit, your question. What do you mean? The, that's not a question. It's a statement. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> do you think they, like, my point is I'm saying is 
their gold, like their their wrestling gear, the way they wrestle, they're like Steiner brothers ish. Yeah, yeah. Amateur wrestling background that they fit that mold better than Alpha Academy. Now it's a question. Uh and they're well, gonna Alpha give the to them. I think so. It looks like Alpha Academy has definitely gone all in on the on the gimmick team you know the comedy team adding maxine adding tozawa who i'm so over on and you can get over as a comedy gimmick and you could you could absolutely do big things as a comedy gimmick but yeah like if we're talking about like the serious in-ring performers that are there to put on amazing technical matches we know that the alpha academy is capable of that but it does kind of feel like that mantle is gonna is being usurped that's the big word of the day kiddos usurped by the creed brothers i think that's an interesting i think that's an interesting analysis that you're that you're seeing here because i do i am seeing complete opposite trajectories for alpha academy and the creed brothers here I may butcher names constantly, and I do this in my real profession as a caster mm-hmm. too. Yeah, D- DYI. Yeah. But I have some great foresight every now and then. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were setting me up for another point here. Go ahead. No, no, no. I, I, I The way your cadence of talking there, Sancho, I thought you had something more big to say, and then you just kind of stopped. It's like, oh, okay. You just kind of... <laughs> Yeah, I hiked the ball. I just RPO'd it to you. Yeah, you did. Because you're like, look, listen, I might butcher names. And that was pretty much the point. (laughs) I was like, okay. We're an hour 20 in. If you're listening to this point, you're still here. You're probably one of the hardcore ones that's already on Patreon anyway. So you probably like this type of chicanery. Tell a friend. Tell a friend about Patreon. Patreon.com. You know, you got one wrestling friend. Are you are you ready to do new new heat order? Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm trying trying to I'm trying to think of anything else that we missed that happened on Raw or anything. Oh, war games. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Probably one of the most important things that came out of Raw uh, at the time of this recording. I I got something to say about this. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let me let me look. I've been, I've, seen, I've been seeing people be like, "Well, do you see now? It was all long term storytelling. That's why every Monday Night Raw felt the same. That's why it was always the Judgment Day, the uh, USO and Cody Rhodes and 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 Sami Zayn. They were just setting this up. God, you guys don't understand long term storytelling. This is the payoff. War Games. Nah, 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 nah." I'm not going to buy that argument because we've been seeing that for three months, <laughs> three months. We've been seeing the same episode of Monday Night Raw, and you're telling me I'm supposed to sit here and believe your nonsensical argument that this was all a setup for war games. No, what I think happened is they just decided to do war games three days ago because nobody even thought that war games was going to be part of Survivor Series. All right. So if you're. If you think that this was good long-term storytelling, you're a buffoon. You're an absolute buffoon. This is not good long-term storytelling. I do hope that this is the 
end of the same repetitive episode of Monday Night Raw. Let's put a bow on it. War Games, go fight, go bleed, never again. But no, this wasn't long-term storytelling. It was lazy Monday Night Raws. That's what it was. And they decided to do something cool with their lazy booking and their lazy writing. This wasn't good long-term storytelling, buffoons. Well, this is what Survivor Series is. It's just a bunch of matches together with all your best faces and heels going against each other. So that's what that's what they're doing. And to prove your point, you mentioned this before, when they sold the tickets, there was no configurations for two rings. So they're probably going to tell people, hey, sorry, the tickets that you bought here are no longer available. Yeah, because, dude, that's going to happen. That <laughs> They sold tickets where that second <laughs> ring is. So we're going to have to move you back or give you other tickets. But at the same time, did you see the... They made a war games graphic with Cody. He's war face paint and then the water. <laughs> like, Dude, I saw on. some photoshops of him being photoshopped. Like the paint was photoshopped as the Stardust Photoshop. Like the Stardust paint. <laughs> Don't do Cody like that. Don't do Cody like that. <sighs> I, I, I'm excited for it. I mean, Adam Pierce got his war games gif that was gonna it's not gonna it's not it's not William Regal. Come on now. Oh, so so I say that Byron Saxon isn't him, and you're gonna sit War here and and, War games. <laughs> and you're gonna and sit now, here and belittle. And now, I'm tired of this. It's time for War Games. <laughs> Yell about it, dude. Uh, New hero I, I, now. I, I, I'm excited. Uh, you know, I'm excited for the match. It's gonna be a banger of a match. It is. It is. Um, it's gonna be a banger of a match. I'd I mean, be, Sami Zayn, a War Games veteran. It is. Jay Uso, yeah. War I'd, Games veteran. What's here? Okay, quick question. I know this is on 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 the spot, off the cuff, but traditionally, the heater. Go ahead. Traditionally, War Games and Survivor Series matches are five v five. We only yeah. know four and four right now. Do we think Drew McIntyre is a fifth for one of those two? Where do we, where do the fifth ones come in if there is? If Drew, I would like Drew to be in it because he's going to be the wild card. Like, Should be, right? Side are you on, right? Wait a minute. Are you on my side, Drew? Or are you on this side? That's going to be cool. And you know what? Throw in. Uh, so it's what? They got blood. It's 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 Judgment Day. Maybe tossing Jimmy Uso in there? No, it's going to be JD. Is JD part of it? JD McDonough is already in it. Yeah. Yeah. He's is already he? he's already in the four. All right. He's taking the pin. Yeah. Oh, 100%. <laughs> Yeah, he's definitely taking the pin that Olive Garden looking ass. <laughs> Dude, one day he's going to be a guest at our show. We're going to pull this segment out. We apologize to him. <laughs> um, be, like, be like, yeah, man, you were just in a tough gimmick, weren't you? Huh? Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right, new, new heat order. Let's get into the new, new heat order, Santi. New, 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 new heat order. All right. For those of you new to the show, the podcast, wherever you're watching, the new, new heat order, it's all about the fun of who is the hottest wrestler right now, who's creating the most buzz, the the who say what's of the world. And I'm using Tear Maker for the first time. So hopefully this will be a lot faster of a segment when it comes down to the fun. Here's the new, new heat order now. I mean, I, I could maybe send Santi a picture and he could probably put it up because it's, uh, it's a nice crap. Anyway. Oh, okay. I can. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, Ellie Knight, one. Bloodline, two. John Cena, three. Logan Paul, four. Five. Drew McIntyre, six. Becky Lynch, seven. Cody Rhodes, eighth. The GMs of Raw and SmackDown. Uh, Adam and Nick, nine. Rhea Ripley, ten. Jade Cargill, eleven. 
Dominic, 12. Miz and Gunther, 13. Piper and Chelsea, 14. Nakamura, 15. The five-way women, 16. Uh, Bianca Belair, 17. Nikki Cross, 18. Seth Rollins, 19. New Day, and 20th Judgment Day, which includes Finn and Damien on that one. I'm going to remove Jade Cargill. Yeah, hasn't been on TV for a I while. Agree. I'm also going to also remove all the women for now of the five wake because there's only one that is the contender. And I'm going to leave that one up. And also, I'm going to remove the GMs. They didn't have any kind of kind of thing right now. Well, we had a, the the war games call out. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't yeah. think. But yeah, they. Yeah. It's I, not this this storyline. Oh, if they set up a war games between SmackDown and Raw, that's different. I don't, I don't think they're going to. No, they had an opportunity. And they yeah. said they pulled the trigger for the boring faces versus heels thing. And I'm only saying that because I've watched three Survivor Series and already I'm like. Okay, let's go into that. Leaves us. Does Ivar come back? Does Bronson Reed come back, or is we're just sticking with Miz and Gunther? I would have Ivar in here. All right, I, I would but... definitely have Ivar. And there he is. Um, where would you like to put? Would you like to put Ivar in that? That is a now it's a three man twelve spot with Miz and Gunther. I would. I would almost agree. I think that we're oh. gonna have a tango here. Um, between Ivar and Miz to decide who goes against Gunther. Logan Paul at one. Oof, it's tough to debate that one. Um, you're not going to get any pushback from me. Let's put it on there. All right, Logan Paul at one. LA Knight losing, I think, slides him down to second. And Roman winning slides him down to eighth, in my opinion. The whole bloodline. The whole bloodline, huh? Based on booking. Based on the finish. Eighth seems overly mean, no? Seems like a big drop, but for somebody that won his championship match and a solo that annihilated a John Cena, I'd be more comfortable with four. Four. Fine. Fine. I'm moving them along. I'm going to put... Do we still think LA Knight's at two? I mean, I think so. I still, I still think so. I think that um, again, we haven't seen SmackDown as of the recording of this, but I, I think that, I think that there's still a lot more there. I think there's still a lot more meat to that bone. That people are excited to see what he's gonna do. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, he still, he still must see TV. I agree. Does John, does John Cena slide out of the third spot? I would remove him entirely. Wow! Spiked out of the. New I, I think so. I think I think wow. it's poetic and symbolic that he got spiked Jesus. to to kingdom come. So now we have Jesus. to remove him from all right all from right. from all the right. new new heat order. Uh, I feel Drew losing to Seth does knock him down a lot. I think so too. Yeah, he Even had just so much. Had he, had, that, he had so he much had, momentum. I think he goes all the way down for me. To the, I put him on the below the intercontinental picture of 13. Okay. Yeah. And he didn't really do anything on Raw. He showed up and immediately left. Yep. Which was all right. <laughs> Go beat somebody up, Drew. You know, <laughs> Go put your hands on somebody. Uh, that leaves us. Uh, does Becky move up on the thing? She, no. She was about to have it in the Battle Royal and then she got knocked out of it. 
No love for Becky. No, if anything, I I'm starting to get more love over for Zia Lee. Weirdly, it's she's weirdly doing it for me. Okay. Does Not necessarily the top twenty. I think she might enter the top twenty here. We'll see. Knocking out Candice LeRae, uh, taking out Becky Lynch. I know that we don't really consider NXT here, um, but making an appearance in NXT to potentially challenge Lyra Valkyria. Okay, we'll she's she's we'll... she's getting some work, man. She's getting some we'll a, some work. We'll put up in it. The you know, Sami Zayn, he's not in the top twenty. Does he enter the top twenty? I think so. Yeah, he's with in it, war games with the great promos he's been having. Great promos is in war games. Had a, a world championship match. Stole the briefcase. Got involved himself in that. I'd I'd All have right. him in the top twenty. Would you put Sami in the top five? No, does, no, no, no. Does he go in the top ten? I think he can crack the top ten here for me. Does that would be above? The only people in the top that are left are Cody and Rhea in the top 10, besides Bloodline and Logan. I don't see Cody top 10 right now. You don't see Cody top 10? No. Wow, dude. He what? got a big woe? Okay, he gets a big woe everywhere. He can, he can go get a big woe in Tallahassee. Doesn't get a big woe in the, the, the top 20 in the new, new Heat order, does he? Not in the top 10. Wow. Uh, where are you moving our boy then? I, I mean, like, I don't, I still think top 15, but I, I think top 10 is a, is overkill here. Okay. I'd be, even though this she had a lackluster reaction, I'd be mo I'm more excited about having Kyrie Sane in the top 10. Kyrie, really? Yeah. Well, I, what I don't want to do is I don't want to diminish her the importance of her re-debut in the WWE simply because of a lackluster fan reaction. I think if you had to put that in Chicago, it would have been huge and it would have been a lot more newsworthy, but we had, it's a big coup for WWE to win her from AEW in the free, free agent frenzy that that was to sign it, to sign Kyrie Sane immediately involved in the title picture takes out Bianca Belair hits her beautiful elbow drop. Sure. It was to no fanfare. But it was a lot of fanfare to me, and it's a big, uh, it's a big return for WWE. Where do you put the the this, the the pirate princess? I'd put her like along. Uh, see, I, I'm weirdly more hyped for her right now than I am Io Sky. Like Io Sky just feels so like such stale? a such a stale champion. Sadly, because uh -huh. I, I love Io Sky. Um, but even if it's just for this week, I would give Kyrie Sane the spot that Cody Rhodes held. Cody Rhodes is at seven, so we'll put uh, saying there. And does Cody fall out of the top 10 for you? I think if we can find a spot in the top 15 for him, I'd be comfortable so with him. Below inter Intercontinental or, or above the Intercontinental? I picture would right put now? him, like, if I can, slightly below the Intercontinental picture. That Intercontinental segment was just so fire. Below Drew and Chelsea and Piper or above Drew? Above Chelsea Drew. I would put him above Drew, Chelsea, Piper. Okay, above. Okay, I was about to say. Yeah, above. Okay, I got that. Got that. Right, we're working. We're cooking. Who's the third guy? Who's the third wrestler here in the Ninu He Order? Who's cooking for you? Oh, Byron Saxon, you? clear. No, don't you do that, little <laughs> uh, I've opened up the bidding here. It's tough because... I don't know. I guess Bloodline has to slot back into that top 30, right? 
Well, yeah, we need to fill the John Cena void. It's Bloodline then at top three. I think it would be Bloodline. Uh, I think right behind them would be Rhea at four. Just to beat all the women in the roster, running around doing things. Hopefully she has a a great match against Zoe Starks. Where does Zoe Starks, does she vault herself into the top ten? Uh, I, I, I think the crowd wasn't digging Zoe. No, I, I wanna, yeah. Like, but, I, I think it's just cool that it's a new, it's someone new, you know, somebody that was called up a couple of months ago. I think it's cool, but I, yeah, I think the crowd still needs to warm up to her because she's the kind of, I don't blame the crowd because if I asked a casual, do you think Zoe Stark is a good, is a good person or a bad person? I think a lot of people would struggle with telling mm -hmm. me like where her, you know, moral allegiances lie. So I think the more that we see that her have uh, backstage segments and feuds and promos with Rhea Ripley, I think uh, the fans are going to warm up to her because she still feels like a the sidekick to Shayna Baszler, the sidekick to Trish Stratus. I think uh, I think this whole feud this next month needs to be a coming out party for her. I'm going to like to put the new uh, Judgment Day back in the top ten. I think Finn yeah. Damian defending the belts really well. Great match. New Day did their thing. I think it. I put them at nine. Okay. So, right now, just to just to and get they're you in going, war games. The whole the whole faction is in war the whole games. Factions in war games. So just to give you an idea where we're at, where does Seth Rollins go? Because he we have some major movement and we have some big openings in the bottom. Is right there now. a spot a, somewhere ahead of Drew McIntyre? There is. And that is right. Uh, there is Piper Nevin and Chelsea Green, and there is. That's what I'm looking for. Cody Rhodes. Uh, Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes is right under Judgment Day, and right, and then Chelsea Green are right ahead of Drew. <laughs> <laughs> I I would put I would put Seth right above Drew. I I'm more over on Chelsea and Piper than Seth Rollins. Was it the trick or treat match that did it for you? It was so good. And and like I'm I'm still so over on them. Like their their backstage promos are a constant highlight for me. Chelsea Green is a national treasure of Canada. She's one of our best exports. She's so good. And she keeps continuously crushing it on social media as well. Like she's just always top of mind. Does Nikki Cross continue her reign in the I guess. Like it's I we're talking about it. We're questioning True. it. So, like, it's working. It, is, it, is she above Zoe Starks, though? No, no, no. Come on. Okay. Come on now. Come on now. Okay. No. Okay. 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 So, just to give you an idea, on the bottom half here, Nakamura is still at 14. And Santi's only yawning because it's late. It's really, really late for us. Yeah, we're recording later than usual. It's like almost 1 a.m. for me. So, where does. Nakamura go we have him right now behind Drew I feel comfortable behind that I don't think we need to change him I think we yeah. can keep him there I I and you know his match against Tozawa was okay it was more of a squash match um needed to be more brutal but the thought of Randy Orton coming back Macy fighting Nakamura pretty interesting to me I hear uh, voices in my head so that would be Bianca Belair she's at 15th behind Nakamura sure and a decent showing at Crown Jewel sure He's out there doing some things. And that next at 16 is New Day. 
great matches, man. They're yeah. putting on some good matches. Yeah, the New Day is consistently good. They're just they're just not winning. Yeah, well, they're, they, but the thing is, is that like the aside from the most recent episode, because they did face the Judgment Day, so many of their matches like just felt so inconsequential, even though they were good, because there was nothing to vie for as a tag team in the tag team division. So I'm hoping right. that. You know, not seeing the Judgment Day take on the New Day, that we're going to see more of these tag titles uh, appearing more in the tag team division. Psych, because I forgot that the next episode of Raw has them defending against Sami Zayn. Not Sami Zayn, sorry. Cody Rhodes and Jey Uso. Oh, I hate that. I hate that. Does Jay get her in the top 20? Well, Jay's done nothing. I'm trying to tell you. Nothing. I'm trying to tell you. MCU. Uh, I have so right now we have Zoe at 17th and 18th and 19th are blank and 20 is Nikki Cross. Any of the people out there tickle your fancy, get you going, get you hyped? Does Ray get a nod? Look, man, I know I, I I know that um you you despise them with everything oh, in your power. I but the creeds, I think it's the oh. creeds. Two back-to-back major wins officially signed to Raw in that segment. Ivy Nile as well, to me, really gives them that extra tick with how well she performed in that women's battle royal. I know you don't like them. And it's, right. not, it's not necessarily about liking them. It's about the impact, how well uh, they've been, um, you know, in, in the conversation. And both the tag team and Ivy Nile, who is the most jacked manager I've ever seen in my life. Right. You know, well, I'm telling you, I just feel like this is what they're like. Oh, this is what Alpha Academy should be. <laughs> like, yeah. They, they, but, Dupree cannot be Ivy Nile. Yeah. So they're like, let's make this the actual Alpha Academy. Yeah. They, they're going to have a tough time. Gaining the lovability of the Alpha Academy, though. Well, that's the thing. That's the thing about comedic wrestling. You'd love them no matter what, if they win or lose. That is the the vibe about it. Okay, I, I sorry. I just had to add these wrestlers to the queue. All right. Do they go 18th or 19th? I think we can. Am I crazy I'm... for being more interested in Nikki Cross than them right now? Like, I would have Nikki Cross take that 19th spot and the Creed's the 20th. Okay, I respect that. I respect that. That leaves 18th open. 18th. 18th open. Who is more interesting than Nikki Cross and less interesting than Zoe Starks in the new New Heat order? Hmm. I'm looking over at everyone who wrestled. I mean, I I don't hate the idea of like a Nia Jackson here. Really? You know, it, it took know. like five people to eliminate her. She had a really fun backstage interaction with uh with Becky Lynch where she got roasted. Um, she's the one that eliminated Ivy Nile. She didn't have a bad bad week, man. I kind of agree with you. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say this. I a part of me was like, you know what? Naya's been cooking lately, and no one likes Naya. <laughs> she's, am I crazy? Is she hit me? Is she hit winning me. me over? Yeah, she is. is dude. She, yeah, man, she's kind of winning me all, over. She's saying all the right things in her interviews that we've had. She's saying that she learned a lot from being fired from the WWE, and I feel she hasn't done anything wrong at all. You know what? I, you know what? Back. You know what's so much better with her. And I, I think this is only something that um, you notice when you're a mark, you know, somebody that like looks at the at the greater nuances. Mm-hmm. 
her facial expressions in the ring have just improved significantly. She is in that women's battle Royal. There was a moment where the camera was like deadpan right on her. And she's doing like the Roman reigns kind of like smile. Like, look at these losers. I'm about to annihilate them. And she's just doing all of this without saying anything. It's her face. And she's been doing that really, really well recently. And I'm a big sucker for, um, for body storytelling. And I think that that's something that has elevated Roman Reigns in recent years. And to see, yeah, oh, that was so good. So to see even like 1% of that in Nia Jax has me impressed at the at the improvements that she's made. I, I, won't, I won't argue with you at all. I And for some reason, every Kari Sane thing I find is her head's cut off. So I <laughs> Um, no, I agree with you. I, I was going to point that out during the uh, Crown Jewel and during the Battle Royal. I feel like Nia Jax is filling her slot as a a big, you know? She knows how to wrestle as a big. She knows how to wrestle as a heel. And she's getting safer with what she's doing. And she's br brutal in, 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 a, in a way. And I think she's definitely showed up into this fight. You know what I mean? Like she's 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 stepping up. She's heard the criticisms. She knows people don't like her, and she knocked it out of the park. I'm I'm okay with having her in the list then. All right, we have twentieth Creed Brothers, nineteenth Nikki Cross, eighteenth Nia Jax, seventeenth Zoe Stark, sixteenth New Day, fifteenth Bianca Belair, fourteenth Nakamura, thirteenth Drew McIntyre, twentieth Seth Rollins. Just shows you how much they went down the list after yeah. that match. Uh, 11th, Piper and, and Chelsea Green. 10th, Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes has literally just been running in, and, and, and <laughs> that's all he's been doing. Uh, Judgment Day at 9. 8th, the Intercontinental Battle with Miz, Gunther, and Ivar. 7th, Dirty Dom. I think Dirty Dom's holds his spot at 7. Why not? I love it. I love it. I love Why not? 6th, Sami Zayn. 5th, Kari Sain. <laughs> back to back. Uh, four, I have Rhea Ripley. Yep. Three, Bloodline. Two, LA Knight. And one, Logan Paul. For not only winning the belt, but saving the legend, Ray. An American hero. <laughs> I love it. Oh, man. Anything else we need to go over? And we get to it. wrap things up? That's it. I'm, I'm, we're ready to put a bow on it. Yeah, we're, we're, let's call it a career for the week. We love to DIY it. DIY to, to To IYD. Yet. <laughs> oh, folks, thank you so much for watching and or listening to this episode of the Wrestling is Cool podcast, our longest episode to date. Oof, creeping there was up. There's a lot to cover. Yeah, dude. man. No, there but was a I, lot to yeah. cover. Oh, Sancho, what are you covering these days? What do you want people to, to know about? Come on by the Twitch. That's all I want. Twitch.tv slash Sancho West. Uh, my kids have been sick for the past two weeks. So as you know, Santi, when you're a streamer and you're not on when you're supposed to be on, you take a little dip in the views. Help your boy out. Come on by. Yeah. Yeah. Go to twitch.tv slash Sancho West. It, it is just Sancho West, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Wonderful. Uh, well, for me, uh, go check out Twitter. I've been doing some work over on Twitter, all right? Obviously, all of our socials are down there, but the one that I want you to go check out, if, you haven't, if you're not already there with me, let's go check out Twitter, all right? Help me make those Elon bucks. 
All right. I want you to follow me, especially Ooh. if you're verified, because I think those are the only ones that you make money off of other verified accounts, what, like seeing your tweets. All right. I want no, I, no, <laughs> <need> money. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, thank you so much. Uh, again, if you're listening to this on any podcast service, please make sure to leave it a five star review, a thumbs up, whatever review method that there is. If you're on YouTube, a thumbs up. Check out patreon.com slash Zamp if you want the podcast earlier. Be good people and take care. Peace.